I'm Dave Champion. A number of you have asked me to speak to the issue of Joe Biden's proposed common sense gun control. Now, this is an issue, not with Biden, of course, but historically over the decades I've spoken about quite frequently, and I haven't in the last 14 months because I've been dealing primarily with the SARS-CoV-2 outbreak. So, yeah, this is not a foreign subject to me at all. Because I haven't spoken about this in so long, let me share with you a little bit of my relevant background so that you can appreciate where I'm coming from. I'm a former Army Ranger. Yes, that's me. <laughs> many, many decades ago. Former law enforcement. Yeah, almost as long ago. Most of my adult life, I've taught firearms, tactics, use of force, the vaunted handgun combat master program, and much more. Because of my passionate support for the right to keep and bear arms, Ed Brown, one of the top three 1911 manufacturers in the world, created several years ago the Champion Malone Labé, its signature series named after me. I specified all the details on the firearm, and to this day it remains the best-selling Ed Brown signature piece in history. On my previous radio shows and television show, I have spoken passionately in support of the right to keep and bear arms. So it would be accurate to say that I am a fervent protector of the right to keep and bear arms. I'm about to share with you some of the items in Joe Biden's vision of common sense gun control. But before I do, I want to let you know where I got this list from. I got this list from Joe Biden's campaign website. And before I list some of the things, I'm not going to list them all, I'll go on and on and on. Before I list some of the things I want to tell you, as I was reading down the list, it was like, okay, so this is either written by an idiot, perhaps for the consumption of idiots, or it was written by a propagandist for consumption by idiots. What's super apparent when you read that on Joe Biden's campaign website is whoever wrote it has absolutely no real life experience with firearms. Go figure. The first thing on the ridiculous list is hold firearms manufacturers accountable for how people use their products. You know, like the courts hold Jack Daniels accountable when somebody drinks too much Jack Daniels and go out, goes out and gets in an accident or harms somebody. Or hammer manufacturers, right? We, we see this all the time. Somebody gets mad, takes a hammer, smacks somebody in the head, and the victim sues the hammer manufacturer, right? Can you say double standard? Next up on the list is they want to ban the sale of semi-automatic weapons that use detachable box magazines, what stupid people call assault weapons. Assault is a verb. Look it up. It's not a noun. <laughs> it's a verb. It's an action. So if we were to use the nonsense on Biden's campaign website, then when somebody hits somebody with a hammer, it would we then have to consider all hammers. By the way, hammers are used really, 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 really frequently. It's up there at the top of the list for attacking people and doing violence. So we have assault hammers. We have assault bricks, assault screwdrivers, and assault ballpoint pens. I could kill a person with a rolled up magazine. So there's that. And needless to say, a lot of people have been killed with plain old hands. And of course, because gun control is normally something that is pursued by stupid people, 
I've done this before in other videos, I'm not going to get into it today make this video too long, but I have literally shown firearms that have been dressed up one way, the same exact action, same exact round, dressed up one way, you can ask somebody and they're like, oh, that looks like my grandfather's old rifle. And all you do is dress it up differently. Oh, that's one of them evil assault rifles. We got to get rid of that. Next up, if you own one of those evil weapons, then the Biden administration wants you to have to register them. You've owned them for years peaceably. Perhaps you've owned them for decades. Suddenly, now, for no particular reason, <laughs> he wants you to register them. Yeah, good luck with that. Next, we have to ban <clears throat> high-capacity magazines, which, like I said, the whole gun control argument is just promoted by idiots. So these are not high-capacity magazines. These are standard-capacity magazines. Let me show you a few. This is a 20-round detachable box magazine for an AR rifle, and it is a standard magazine. That is standard capacity. Not high capacity, standard capacity. This is a 30-round detachable box magazine for an AR rifle. Yes, that is also a standard variant. Ooh, can't use the word variant anymore with SARS-CoV-2 around, right? That is also a standard variant. It's just a slightly different magazine than the 20 round. It is also considered in the industry, considering that weapon system, a standard capacity magazine, not high capacity. I also love that the idiots who promote gun control think AR stands for assault rifle. <laughs> You cannot make up that level of stupidity. What you're looking at is a standard capacity magazine for a Glock 17. It holds 17 rounds. It has since the very day that weapon was introduced to the market back in, I think, the very late 80s. I literally carried one of those on duty. That is a standard capacity magazine. So to be clear, not one of these magazines, and I could have gone on and on and on, trying to keep it short. Not one of these magazines is a high-capacity magazine. They're all standard-capacity ma magazines for the particular weapon system that they run in. There's just more bullets in them than some sphincter like Biden wants you to have in your magazines. Well, that's a matter of personal opinion. So, hey, Biden, there's a lot more I could go into, but I think you get the gist. So let's move on to the political side of it. I'm in my early 60s, so you can imagine that I've been through this sequence of anti-gun, pro-gun, anti-gun, pro-gun, anti-gun, pro-gun legislation forever. I'm glad to see that a lot of the states have decided to go to constitutional carry for those who care to see it. That's very instructive. You can carry around a handgun like a Glock 17 with a high-capacity magazine. <laughs> without a permission slip from the government, and in virtually every single state where they've gone to constitutional carry, street crime has gone down. Hey, go figure! And anti-gunners, no. Every fender bender doesn't turn into a shootout. At all. Having been through this a lot in my life, uh, there's a reason that I'm not particularly concerned. I'm going to speak about it generally, and then I'm going to speak about it specifically with the Congress we have in 2021. Okay, so generally, Dems have to say anti-gun stuff. It, it's just like what they have to do in order to keep their idiot base happy. They have to say anti-gun stuff. Yeah, it's so fun, and it makes the idiots feel good. 
Okay. But if you think I'm just bagging on Dems, no, because it's no different than Republicans saying, well, I believe in smaller government and fiscal responsibility. And it makes all the idiots on the right feel good. It's the same shit, different parties. So when Democrats make anti-gun noises, I try and judge whether they're really planning to pursue it. And my estimation of Biden is no, he's not. He's pushing it because he knows with this particular Congress, it's going nowhere. But it does allow him to make his base happy and feel good. Someone is going to introduce this legislation in the House. It's as sure as my name is Dave Champion. However, whether that legislation gets out of committee is a whole other issue. And that has to do with a whole lot of other things I'm not going to get into. But I will say this. Right now, as I'm sitting here talking to you, the Democrats have a 10-seat majority in the House. Uh, there are three vacancies, two of which are because Republicans died. Okay, so I'm not sure what the state law is in each of those two states, but generally what happens is the governor appoints somebody. So if the governor appoints Republicans to take the place of Republicans, that 10-seat majority held by the Democrats is going to go down to an eight-seat majority. An eight-seat majority in a House with 435 representatives. That is slim. Not only is that slim, but a lot of Southern Democrats know that if they want to get reelected, which of course for every politician is job one, the hell with gun control, the hell with COVID-19, the hell with the economy, I just want to get reelected. Okay, so a lot of Southern Democrats know if they vote for gun control, they're done. They're not getting reelected at the next election. So the fact that you have an eight seat majority for the Democrats, but then Southern Democrats probably aren't going to be able to vote for anti-gun legislation, so let's say it got out of committee in the House and it went to a floor vote, which I don't think is even going to happen. But let's say that happened. And let's say miraculously, somehow it passed. Well, then it has to go to the Senate, where odds are even slimmer that it would pass. It's said right now that 50 seats are held by Republicans and 50 seats are held by Democrats, but that's not really true. You've got 50 seats that are held by Republicans, 48 seats that are held by Democrats, and two seats that are held by independents. Those independents actually caucus with the Democrats, so they're considered to side with the Democrats, but they're still not Democrats. So the same equation applies. A lot of Southern Democrat senators know if they vote for gun control legislation, they're not going back to the Senate at the next election. So now you've got no majority, this is the Dem Dems have no majority in the Senate, and some of the Dems are absolutely going to refuse to vote for any gun control because they want to get their seat back. Okay, let's say I'm completely wrong about this, and Bill gets out of committee in the House, and the House votes on it and passes it. They send it to the Senate, and somehow super miraculously it passes the Senate. Yeah, it's going to go to the White House, and Biden would almost certainly sign it. All right, but then what? Well, then the provisions are going to get appealed all the way to the Supreme Court, which currently has, and will have for quite some time, six Republicans out of nine. Six have one view, three have another view. Okay, six are relatively pro-gun, because there's a difference of scale there within the six, but they are relatively pro-gun. And then you've got three who pretty much aren't. Six to three. A huge part of the problem is that federal anti-gun legislation relies on your ignorance. Okay, sorry, that's the truth.
because you don't know anything about the rules of statutory construction and the limits of federal jurisdiction within the states of the union. And because you don't know anything about that, you can get fooled, right? Not only can get fooled, you have been fooled for 70 years now, 80 years now. You've been made a fool of and you just live with it. The good news is I'm going to fix that for you. I'm going to show you that federal firearms legislation has no applicability within the states of the union. And I know that may sound shocking to you, but it is true nevertheless. And I'm going to let you prove that to yourself. I want you to go to a website. I'll put it, I'll link it down in the notes. www.originalintent.org. This is what it looks like. You're going to click right here on education. You're going to see a big screen. I'm just showing you the left-hand part of that screen. And right here, it says federal firearms law. You're going to click on that and you're going to read the treatise that I wrote, I don't know what, 18 years ago on federal firearms law and where they apply and where they don't. Now, when you're reading that, I want you to keep something in mind. The Supreme Court has stated that no word used in a statute is to be considered superfluous. In other words, when the courts are looking at a statute, they can't take a word and say, okay, so that word, we're just gonna throw that out. <laughs> They've not only do they have to consider it, but they have to give it the proper meaning within context of the statute and context of the constitution, if applicable, which it is in this case. So go ahead, go to original intent, read that treatise, get educated. And as I keep telling people, especially as of late, do share this with everyone.